On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we talk about our matchup with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice to give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod. Welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast. This is Ryan. Joined as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Yo, yo. Hello, boys. Yo, yo. How we feeling? How we feeling? I really wish this game wasn't in Tampa. I really wish this game wasn't. Why? Yeah, why? I just think my uh, confidence level would dramatically increase if I knew we were at home. Well, of, of course. That's everything. Yeah. Yeah. So why can't I wish that we were going to Tampa? Well, because we have to play half our games away from Green Bay. <sighs> Fine. Except for when it's London or Germany or wherever the heck we're supposed to play in Europe. Yeah. I just, I, I'll say it once and I'll say it over and over and over again. The amount of times that we're scheduled to play in San Francisco, New Orleans, Tampa, I mean, it's the same Damn places every year. I can't believe <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a joke, right? Uh, was, did you hear No, that? it's not a joke. That's the problem. It's, we're being serious here. <laughs> so let's uh let's jump into it. Tampa Bay is two and oh. This is actually their first home game. Packers are obviously one and one. Buccaneers coming off of wins at New Orleans by ten and at Dallas on opening night. Both of which, and we're going to start here, the Buccaneers' defense is for real. In those two games, they have averaged six and a half points against. But they're giving up 300 yards per game, which is only 20 or so less than the Packers. So bend but don't break. Lots of field goals by both the Cowboys and uh, the Saints. But how do we feel about our offense that seemed to have figured things out a little bit against the Bears going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, specifically their linebacker crew? You know, Finn, you want to go first? Go. You know, I I actually feel confident, you know, and, and it's weird me saying that because of week one and really week two weren't – it wasn't amazing. You know, Aaron Jones showed out and A.J. Dillon did his thing, but – I feel confident because Tampa Bay has been winning because of the turnover battle, specifically in the Saints game. They had, I think, four or five interceptions in that game against Jameis Winston, and that was key. You know, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to do that. He might give one up to Carlton Davis. I think that's a tradition going uh, here recently. Um, but I, I have faith in Aaron Rodgers protecting the ball and us getting some type of ground game going. Yes, it might not be nine yards a carry. Um, but I think we can still get four to six yards, you know, an average carry for our running backs. That's that's the game right there. Akeem Hicks is out, but they they don't have a weakness on their defense. I mean, Akeem Hicks is out. Well, he's listed as a backup on the depth chart. Vita Bay is still in the middle, right? So you still got problems running. But the the key to 
success here is staying ahead of the chains. You can't get into third and nine against this defense. I was just reading about how they get into a, a dime defense that actually has four safeties and they're like outside pass rusher. Joe Tryon could even go from pass rusher to dropping back into a zone. And then they rush a safety because they've got extra to spare. And boy, their safeties are fantastic. Their corners are great. Their linebackers are wild. Their line are run stuffers. We got to stay ahead of the chain. So, I mean, Game plan from last week, right? Feed it to Aaron Jones, mix it up as needed. But I want to see a lot of third and twos just on schedule, right? A, a bunch of third downs is okay as long as they're third and short. Uh, and you, I think, you know, you'll, you'll hear it later, but I think the key to the game is wearing them down a little bit in that run game. Yeah, they have seven players with sacks. The Packers have two. Gary, I was going to say, that's we don't not, even have seven sacks, do we? Yeah, no, we have four. <laughs> And so, I, I mean, this linebacker crew between White, David, Barrett, like, they're they're just good. Like, they're just solid defenders, and they can do everything. And I, Devin they're White— above solid. Yeah, Devin White leads the team in tackles, sacks, tackles for losses. He leads—he was second in pass deflections. Like, the, the man does everything. And so, I, I think we had questions about— the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because of injuries, but the injuries are specifically on, for the most part, their offense. This Go. defense, you know exactly what you're getting. The keys to their defense are going to be there, whether it's Winfield Jr., whether it's uh, Edwards coming through the safety, dropping down. Like You know what you're getting out of them. And uh, to Dan's point, I I really hope, that the plays that LaFleur was scheming in the first quarter that you knew were going to come back around and then we were doing so well with the running game, we kind of abandoned those. We have to show that. We have to be setting up in one style and just bringing something new. And I, I think it, a lot of pressure is going to be put on Watson, Dobbs, getting them vertical as well as spreading them out. We just mm. need contributions from all levels if the Packers are going to be successful. I agree, but I would argue the contribution from the wide receivers is going to be the veterans. I'm not sure they're going to trust the rookies against this defense that can show so many different types of fronts and coverages. Yep. Whether it's the coaching staff or Rodgers, I think they're going to be like, no, we want Cobb, Lazard, Watkins out there, not Watson and Dobbs. Yeah, and, and, and to talk about their defensive line having success, you know, the two offensive lines they've gone against, I think, are tremendously – they're not good this year, the Saints and the Cowboys offense. They are tremendously just, not good. They're just not good. So, yes, they've had success, but the Atlanta defense line, a defensive line had success against the New Orleans Saints. So it's saying something because they are active and there are a, a ton of athletes on this defense. But do I think the Packers offensive line can hold up better? Yes, I, I 100 percent do. Especially, so you don't see deep shot? You don't see some deep shots? Well, you're going to have to keep them honest, but. I mean, you're saying it's to Dubs or Watson. I would say it's trying to open up Watkins again deep. Yeah, over the you middle. Know, a Lazard 15-yarder in the cover two hole kind of deep shot. I, I don't think they're going to trust the rookies that much against probably one of the, if not the best, one of the best defenses in the league. And I guess they're still going to be on the field, right? So maybe they're in when the play is called that that is the deep shot. But when it's third and seven and we need to pass, I don't think they're going to be in that much. No, I'd agree with that. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, 
I, I wrote down some some good old stats. The last two meetings with the Buccaneers have not ended very, very well. And the difference has been first half scoring. We have been outscored by the Buccaneers 49 to 20 in the first half. That is where we've lost the game as we've fallen behind. If you remember that Scotty Miller over Kevin King. I, know, I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Why, are you playing, why are you playing press when they have to go deep? Yeah. Even when we got up 10 nothing last time we were in Tampa, we still gave up three tu- three or four touchdowns before the half ended. And if one of those was uh, an Aaron Rodgers pick six. So I think the key is not only does our defense control their offense, which we'll get to in a second, but our offense needs to just have some productivity in that first half. They have to find something. If it's settling for field goals, it's settling for field goals, but points need to get on that board in the first half because we've seen we've done fairly well in adjusting and playing them the second half. But when you get outscored by 29 points in the first half, and if you even include the previous matchup against Brady, uh, which I think Brady's on a three-game winning streak versus Rodgers, they were winning by a touchdown at that half too. So the Packers have found a way to always be behind heading into half whenever they face either the Buccaneers or Tom Brady. Lafleur, calling Lafleur. Well, field goals are going to be gold in this game. Like there might not be 30 total points. So I, typically when you settle for a field goal, you're like, fine. Here's like, I don't know, four or five field goals might be enough to win the game. <laughs> yeah. And the over under actually peeking ahead is 42. And oh, wow. No way in hell that is going to get hit. So uh, Tampa boys, what's the weather like? What are we looking at for Sunday? 89. And oh, cloudy. my God. We're getting a cold front coming through in Raleigh, so it's <laughs> going to be like 72. I was really hoping we were going to make the the humidity and the crampage go down quite a bit. That You're not, you're not getting that cold front. High 80s? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and <laughs> it's an afternoon game, so that stadium is going to be baking all day. Yeah, that's 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 not helpful. Is Bakhtiari back? Did not practice today. So, yeah, that'd be big uh, for the run game, but he practiced yesterday, Tuesday. We're using today. Yeah, he's Tuesday. never going to do three days, right? All right, all right. Does not doing three days mean he'll never do back-to-back? Wednesdays are typically your heavy day. Or does it mean that he'll never play? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You got to think he would have been on the pup if they – Figured he was going to be out for four weeks. That's what I'm thinking. Like he, I think he's back, and he went from doubtful to questionable. If he's back, we're winning this game big. We're winning the game. We're running down the ropes. <laughs> we're running for 250. So let's turn our attention to this uh, Buccaneers offense that could have, could have Julio Jones, <laughs> could have Godwin, although he did not. Uh, call him Julio? Practice again. Yeah, who's Julio Jones? Julio. I forgot, I, forgot he's, I forgot he's Hispanic. Julio. Uh, and then uh, even uh, good old Lenny Fournette ended up on the uh, limited list. So I believe last week they had all starters on offense, but one listed as questionable, and they seem to be doing the same thing again this week. But they might have the addition of a Mr. Cole Beasley, who reports say is signing with the Buccaneers soon. So knowing Tom Brady is now 45 and the entirety of this uh, broadcast is going to be focused on the quarterbacks. 
can we take advantage of an offense that is going to be as random as randomly possible? How many trick plays will Tampa run? Just trick plays? A, a At least that, two. A question that comes two. to mind. We mm-hmm. talked all offseason about the Packers putting together what on paper needs to be a top five, top three defense. You can't lose a game to this offense. I don't care who's at quarterback. They have no wide receivers. They have Cameron Brayton, and Leonard Fournette. They got a banged up interior offensive line. So if they're going to lean on Leonard Fournette, they shouldn't really be able to. Guard center guard combo is not great in Tampa. How many trick plays are they going to run? I mean, it, that, that's how they got to score, right? We got to have a busting coverage, or they got to run a flea flicker to Equinemia St. Brown kind of kind of success, right? I mean, I, how do we let Prashad Perriman, Russell Gage, Jalen Darden, Scotty Miller, Cole Beasley have success against us? We shouldn't. We we definitely shouldn't. But I I'll never discount Tom Brady anymore. I know. I, um, I have many times. But, but he will keep it close. It will be style, a close game. The style of Tom Brady play is rhythmic. He understands where his receiver's going on little five, eight-yard passes. He's not going to have that with Cole Beasley, right? Right? Please no, tell me but, right. but there are people there. So, Brashad Perriman, very good wide receiver. He has had a lot of success in Tampa Bay. Yes, he's always been in there when people are injured, um, but he knows how to get open, he, and they know how to get him open. Scotty Miller last week should have had a great game if he knew if he could hold on to the ball. Um, he had eight targets, but only caught three of them. Um, so if he catches those different, you know, different, he's, he's very good wide receiver. And then Russell Gage, you know, we've seen what he did in Atlanta. So even though they're on their second tier, I would argue that their second tier can compete, you know, athletically with our wideouts that are, you know, all healthy right now. So it, it, I think they still have a chance to do some damage. Um, I hope the same secondary shows up from last week um, and, and really creates some pressure um, at the line to never give these guys a chance, like you said. Um, but I'm afraid that we might play too weak because we don't think they have any threats. And then we leave uh, wideouts wide open um, because we don't think they're a threat. So I, you're right. We should dominate, but do I trust them yet? Not 100% on the defensive side. This runs through Leonard Fournette, this offense. He's going to get the ball about 25 times. And what I think is interesting is he is fifth in the NFL in rushing yards, but his longest run of the season is 17, which is 41st best long run in the entire NFL. So he's getting yards by workload but he's keeping him steady. He's not a guy that's going to get a 55 yarder and that jacks up all his stats. He is about as consistent of a running back through two weeks as you've had in the NFL. Meanwhile, Tom Brady is 25th in the league in completion percentage, which is why he was throwing around an iPad all over the sidelines last it's week. It's almost like he took he two weeks off in training game. He cannot <laughs> get these receivers on the same page. So I would totally agree with you. Are we going to contain Leonard Fournette for, you know, 25 rushes for 100 yards? Meanwhile, are we getting in the backfield, at least putting a little bit of pressure on Brady? I know he gets it out of the, his, his hands fast, but then we're relying on, as Josh said, 
the Perrymans of the world and the Scotty Millers of the world and just hoping to contain. It's going to be very, very interesting what Joey Barry wants to do and who the receivers, frankly, are for the Buccaneers because I, I feel like zone might work, but I also want these moments of going man-to-man and just trying to see what you can do up front. Unfortunately, I don't know if we make that adjustment. So Man. long story short, I think both these teams, whoever can get their running game going first, is going to have a massive advantage because it puts pressure off these receivers yeah. that for both teams aren't too great. You know, I, I wanted to bring this up. So I listen to Tampa sports radio quite a bit down here. And that sounds like torture. It is at times, the, honestly, the morning crew. Uh, but anyways, they have not talked about this game yet. And I don't understand why they've talked about injuries on their side. And that's about it. I mean, maybe they're just waiting until Thursday and Friday to get it in their feed. But wow. a Packers versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you are not like just jamming in a ton of Aaron Rodgers coverage and Packers. It should be the last Rodgers Brady matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm blown away. I am ashamed, Tampa Bay, that you, you are not respecting this matchup uh, like you should. Uh, yeah, that's all I guess. You heard it here, all of our Tampa listeners. Yeah, yeah. Fix your sports morning 95 talk 95.3, gosh. <laughs> I got 95.3 here, and it's like R&Bs from the 90s. I actually really like it. <laughs> uh, I, I did a couple... Like uh, I did some snooping on the Buccaneers pages and some challenges they're having are first down productivity, not getting much yardage on first down and then uh, drops. So I like drops are fixable, right? It could be some bad days from typically good wide receivers, but to Ryan's point, control four net, keep Brady in third and seven, send extra, go into man and just press, right? We got the corners to do it. Knowing Brady's going to have to get the ball off in two and a quarter seconds, press, know that the receiver can only get 10 yards downfield in the time it's going to take for Brady to feel some heat. This game plan should not be hard. Come on, Joe Barry, change it up a little. I, I hate when coaches do this. They're like, I have a system. <laughs> and they're like, well, you also have players and you're a coach, and you need to coach to your players' abilities. It's not about your system. It's not about you. You're not the superstar. Yeah, it's understandable in high school when you have 18 year olds that you're trying to figure out to do one thing. Uh, this is the professional football league. So, yes, it's I'm not about your we system. We can't switch it up every once in a while. Good Lord. Great lead into our morning talk radio. I don't <laughs> I don't quite know where we're going, although I think we do. Start us off, Ryan. Feel about a uh, Sunday afternoon in semi-sunny Tampa. Turn us off, Ryan. Yeah. Let's hear from the locals. How's Tampa feeling about it? I I worry that we've gotten to the point where Tampa is going to potentially be missing so many guys that this comes into that, that Kansas City game from last year for the Packers where you're like, man, if we can just pull one off, we'll just pull one off and we'll see what happens. I feel like we're getting to that territory. Uh, I do think Jones probably plays. I, I don't I don't buy into this entire offense being missing. Obviously, Evans is a huge piece and, and not quite being settled uh, on the offensive line. But I think the Packers pull this off, but I, I don't think it's going to be a fun game. I think that there's going to be mistakes on both sides. 
there's going to be some drop passes by the Buccaneers that we we wipe our brow going, thank God Scotty Miller didn't beat us again. Uh, I, I just think this needs to be a complete team effort. Being on the road, I don't necessarily like that either, but I think it's just going to be one of those games, and I have Packers 20, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 17. And uh, I I think it's probably even more scoring than I even wanted to admit, but I think there's going to be some turnovers. There's going to be some some punts that go a little rogue and that it's going to be a field position matchup all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds familiar to my little thing that I have written here. Uh, I got the Packers 23 to 17, um, but I do think the Packers control this game. Uh, I, I don't think Tampa Bay will have enough. And I think our defense will give up yards, but they'll they'll hold them in the in the red zone. You know, so MVP wise, I really wanted to pick the special teams because I think our special teams can oh, really man. make some noise here. But like 22nd in the league MVP. <laughs> no, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling as long it as they not last. But I'm going to pick Preston Smith because he's been playing lights out. He, he's been seeing the ball well. He's been staying. Um, staying back and holding his lanes and holding the edge. And I think he comes away with multiple sacks and either a turnover or forced fumble, you know, recovery, whatever. Um, I, I think he has a very nice game against this Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. Brian, who is your MVP? I'll actually slay it's LaFleur. I think we come back Ooh. going that game plan on offense was exactly what we needed. So I'm going to give it actually to Maddie. A little brown noser to the man, just sucking up to the man. Matt, will you have come you on seen our him? podcast? You, by the way, his uh, his like, his uh, jock strap. Uh, thin, are we it? in or out on that? It's gotten very thin. Yeah, a little too thin. Not like Sorry. thinning hair. He's just cutting it very narrow. Too narrow. Okay. Sorry. Well, he, he the says, women love it. They're they're posting all over social media. Maddie, I love Maddie. Typically, a beard is to make your jaw look square. His jaw's already square, so he doesn't have to cover anything. He's probably the point. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm with you guys. I, I hope for a game that, you know, if you're the NFL fan that wants 45 to 41 Chiefs versus Bills, I hope you're not entertained on Sunday afternoon. Uh, I think it'll be one to appreciate the defense. My fear is we hype up the line being injured, the wide receivers being injured and suspended. These are still NFL players. They can still do damage. But I think our defense is reading all this, too, and they're like, we need to we need to hold them. Like, it, it's Shutouts are rare, but we need to hold them to very little. So the, the Vegas spread of 41 and a half, 42, almost feels like that one you look at being like, well, that's too low for an NFL game. That 20 to 20, like, come on, that's that's too low. They're going to score some points. I think it's under, and I'm, I'm comfortably under. I got Packers 17, Buccaneers 13. It, it, it's going to be close because Tom Brady's going to have the ball under four minutes in a one-score game. You're never going to be – I don't think you're ever going to be comfortable because in a low-scoring game, it's always a close game. But it's just going to be grinded out, stop the run. They're not going to have enough to go over the top to to successfully throw in a two-minute situation down the field when they can't run four net, and that's going to be the difference in the game. So on the flip side of that, I think for the Packers, in order to control the clock, grind them down in the heat, even though they're used to it, uh, we're all about Aaron Jones last week. He had a great game. I hope we feature him again. But I started reading some comments about Stop giving A.J. Dillon the ball. It's obvious who our number one running back is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
there's no NFL team that doesn't give the ball to their second running back. And A.J. Dillon is very good. I think this is a great game for him to just grind it out, pound, 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 like a three-and-a-half-yard average I'm fine with, but I want to see him touch the ball close to 20 times. So I got him as my MVP with 17 carries, 85 yards, and the deciding touchdown. Dum, dum, dum. This 100% feels like the Packers are up by three, four. They get the ball with like 210 remaining and they can't get that first down and the timeouts and the two minute warning. Right, he's got the and ball we're punting with, up with a minute 45. This, I, I feel so fitting. sure of this happening. I'm so sure of it. Happening. And then, you know what? Find your identity defense. Who is it? <laughs> yeah, Who makes yeah. a play? You create a pass Perfect. rush. Do you get a pick? Is it Jair again? Does Jair. Amos, does Amos figure out his responsibilities? Does Savage hang on to a football? I don't know. Let's find our identity. This is a great game to, you can't let them score more than 20. They don't have anyone on the field. We can't lose to Tampa Bay again. That's we that, can't that's, lose. That's the thing. If you lose this game, if Tampa was healthy, I've got Tampa winning this game by four or five. That's probably the Vegas spread. Uh, if Tampa was healthy, but you can't lose this game and call yourself a Super Bowl contender. Nope. Nope. So with that, we wish no ill will. We just hope they don't get healthy in time. It was very nice to see an injury report longer than ours on the Wednesday injury report for a long, like for a long time. That has not been the case. So to see the other team have more players on it was like, whoa, that's why we're going to win. So with that, uh, safe travels, the team, hopefully we can come away with the dub and get back into the top of the NFC North. But until then, thank you, everybody. Hi, Dre boys. Electrolytes. Go Pack Go.